Prioritizing CEO time is the key to being more intentional about the time you spend working on your business instead of staying stuck in the day-to-day work of developing recipes and writing blog posts. In today's episode, I'm sharing five ways that you should spend your CEO time. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Vine podcast this week. Super excited to chat all things CEO time because if you have been around the podcast for a while, you know that I love this topic. And more than likely, if you're anything like me, maybe prioritizing CEO time is something that you struggle with. Even though I talk about it regularly on the show, it is something that is a struggle to fit into my calendar and to be consistent with. And so, Think of these episodes as a way to encourage you and to encourage myself to prioritize this time. Now, if you are brand new to the podcast, welcome to the show, and I am just so thankful that you have taken the time this week to be part of The Vine and to listen in on this conversation. My name is Madison Wetherill, and I am the founder and CEO over here at Grace and Vine Studios. We specialize in building custom brands and websites for food bloggers who are looking to take their business to the next level and who are looking to increase their impact through their food blog. Now, for a lot of food bloggers, that could mean that they're looking to break away from their nine to five. Maybe they're looking to be able to have time freedom and spend more time with their family. Maybe it is about location freedom and being able to travel with your family or just travel the world on your own. Whatever it is for you, I hope that listening in every week to this podcast gives you a little bit of an insight into why it matters that you have this platform and how you can use it to increase your impact and to serve more people with your amazing content. So if you're ever curious about how you can work with us or what it would look like to work together, you can go over to our website at graceandvinestudios.com and click on the services tab to see the different ways that we work with clients to figure out what would be the best thing for you in this current season of business. And you can also schedule a free call just to make sure that it's a good mutual fit. Now, as I have been trying to do over the last few months, I just want to share a quick personal note. Again, this is just really for you to be able to get to know me a little bit. I hope that I can get to know you on the other side of things by connecting with you over on Instagram or if you subscribe to my email list and we can chat there. But this is just a helpful reminder that, you know, there's a person behind this microphone, just like there's a person behind your blog. And it's important for us to share who we are with our readers and our listeners. So for me, one of the things that has been happening lately The weather here in Arizona is amazing, and even though some of the days have been a little bit more chilly, it is still just so nice to get outside, and so every day at the end of my workday, I have been taking the kids outside on a walk, putting the baby in the stroller, and letting the boys, the big boys ride their bikes, and it has just been a really nice way to decompress at the end of the day or squeeze in a podcast or, you know, send some audio messages back to a friend if I haven't been able to that day and just be able to kind of transition out of my work time and into our family time, which is something that has always been a struggle for me having that 
line very much blurred and especially with my husband and I both working from home and both working together now we joke that we don't really have a huge difference between weekdays and weekends and holidays and non-holidays and so this separation between my work time and my family time has been really helpful for me over the last week or so and it's just been really nice to also just get outside and enjoy some sunshine so hopefully if you live in area of the country where that's possible for you you can get outside and take a walk and just kind of decompress at the end of your day as a way to transition into real life and out of work time. So today we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics, like I mentioned, which is this idea of CEO time. We have talked about CEO time quite a few times on the podcast before, but if this is your first time tuning in and listening to this concept, I want to just explain it because this is something that gets thrown around in the business world often enough, but it might be something that you don't really know what it is. And so before we dive into talking specifically about what to do and how to spend your CEO time, let's define what CEO time is. I like to say that this is the time you spend working on your business instead of in it. When I talk about working in your business, this is the day-to-day tasks that you have to do to keep your food blog running. So things like creating content, working on recipe development, taking photos, all of those types of things, even collaborating with brands or you know, writing emails for your list, all of those things are things that happen routinely in our food blog to keep it going. The things that you want to spend CEO time are the things that are a little bit higher level than those day-to-day tasks. They are things that are more forward thinking and they're not so much thinking about the tasks that you have to do this week or today, but the things that you wanna do for your business going forward. I'll make sure to link to some of our other CEO episodes in the show notes and on the blog post if you go to the website to read through and just kind of review what we're talking about in this episode. But just know that we've covered this quite a few times on the podcast and I wanted to kind of cover this in a different way today instead of just kind of talking about it in the same way that we have before. So I started thinking and planning this episode and realized that I wanted to cover five ways that you should spend your CEO time. Now, if you are spending CEO time doing other things and it's working for you, don't feel like I'm trying to, you know, make you feel bad about how you're spending that time. But if you know that CEO time is something that you want to do more regularly and that you kind of want to have that regular rhythm of working on your business, these ways of spending time working on your business and doing that CEO time may be helpful for you. So the first way to spend your CEO time is a little bit counterintuitive, and that is to pause and check in with yourself. As with many parts of our business, when you get time to work on something, especially when your time is limited, it's really tempting to jump in headfirst and just have this mentality of getting stuff done. With CEO time, though, pausing before you jump in can be really helpful to set the intention for the rest of your time. So before you dig into the actual work that you might be doing or the planning that you might be doing during CEO time, I want you to consider reflecting on a few things. The first is, how am I feeling about my business lately? Again, it can be really tempting to just push feelings aside and just start working on things, but I have found that over the years, my biggest breakthroughs happen when I sit and reflect and ask myself how I'm feeling about my business. It has been the thing that has caused me to slow down or speed up or completely pivot when I have those moments of reflection. And I will say that when I have neglected resting and prioritizing, reflecting on my business, those are often the 
the precursors to me having moments of burnout in my business as well. So this is a really important practice. And if you're doing CEO time regularly, it's a great like anchor to that time that you're spending working on your business to do these reflections. Another question that you can ask yourself and reflect on is what can I celebrate in my business right now? Especially in the food blogging world, it's very easy to always want something bigger and better. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, there's a lot of reasons why that's a good thing. It's a good thing to want your business to grow more and to, you know, create that bigger impact that you're looking for. But I want you to make sure that you're continuing to celebrate the wins that you do have in your business already. Even if they feel small or insignificant, they are worth celebrating. Ask yourself where you might feel stuck or behind or overwhelmed. This can be a great opportunity to just brain dump or journal out some of the things that are overwhelming you just to be able to get them out of your head and kind of clear that space for you to be able to work on your CEO time. You might reflect on how your ideal week is going right now. Maybe you need to make some changes to your ideal week or maybe you're not following it at all. This is a good time to just get honest about that and reflect on a path to move forward. And then lastly, ask yourself where you need support right now. Again, this could be another opportunity for just a brain dump or it could be an opportunity to take action on the thing that you feel overwhelmed by and ask for support in that area. These emotional check-ins and even capacity check-ins to figure out where you are feeling overwhelmed or behind can help set the tone for that remainder of your CEO time and how productive you might be able to be during that time. Again, if we just jump into doing the work and we don't take the time to unpack all of these things that we're feeling, we may find ourselves distracted or feeling bad about spending time working on our business in this way because we feel behind. So doing this check-in at the beginning just kind of unlocks the rest of your time and allows you to prioritize this time in your business without having sort of this fogginess in your head. So it's important to start here because like I said, a lot of us just don't take the time to regularly check in like this and it can really change what you're going to work on during this time or just how much clarity you have during this time when you focus first on checking in with yourself emotionally and moving forward after that. The second thing that you can do during the CEO time is any of your financial to-dos that you need to focus on. So the first part of this that I love to practice is paying any outstanding invoices that I have. This is something that sounds kind of backwards that I'm really excited to pay any invoices that I have, but I once had a coach who taught me about this concept and basically what she said was that when you are able to openly give money, that money will freely come back to you. And this could be like a whole another conversation about you know, some of this woo-woo manifesting stuff. And I don't mean it to be very like new age in that way. But what I like to think of is that if I'm open-handed with giving money out of my business, then money coming back into my business is going to be given just as openly. It's also just a really good practice to make sure that you don't hold on to money that you owe to other people. And so I like to make sure that my invoices get paid really timely and that I don't let them sit around for a long time. It's been a really fun experiment though because I've regularly done this and then had 
you know, I've regularly gone and paid an invoice to a contractor that I receive and then later come back to my inbox to find that a new project has been booked or another invoice that I had that was outstanding has been paid. So just make it a fun practice for you to pay your invoices on time and for this to just be part of your CEO time to regularly go in and do this. Other ways that you can focus on the financial side of your business are to Plan for ways to increase your income, like looking for and planning for brand partnerships, thinking about ways that you might increase your ad revenue. So looking at things like your RPM or other ways that you can kind of stretch that ad revenue and those dollars. It could be looking into and researching new income streams or maybe taking some actions on new income streams that you want to bring into your business. You might spend some time reviewing your budget or looking ahead at the income that is coming in. Especially for food bloggers, we are regularly working off of income that is coming in a few months ahead of time. So it's a good practice to just look ahead at what is going to be coming in. You know, you're kind of looking backwards at the revenue that you made a few months ago, if it's ads specifically or if it's brand partnerships. So maybe just reminding yourself of the income that you have coming in will help you to better plan for what you're going to do with that income or where it's going to go. And then lastly, this is also a great time to make big decisions about purchases that you might have been considering. So maybe you're going to use that CEO time to think about the ROI of a big investment or to decide where your big investment is going to go. Sometimes we just put off these decisions to spend money, even if we have the money in our business, because we aren't regularly giving ourselves that time to look into what we want to do with that income. So use your CEO time to check in financially and to make plans for your finances in general. The third way to spend your CEO time is by reviewing your metrics. This might not be something that you need to do every time you do CEO time, especially if you do this you know, every week or even monthly, but I think it's a good practice to review your metrics at least monthly or quarterly. Now, something that is important to remember here is that metrics are really great to have, but if you don't do anything with these metrics, if you're just looking at them, then they're just numbers that you have access to. So it's important to not only review the metrics and know the numbers in your business, but also figure out what you're going to do with that information. So when you review your metrics, do a couple of things. The first is to look at your blog traffic year over year and look to see if it has increased or decreased. So we're about to be in the month of March, so maybe you're looking at your February traffic from this year and last year and comparing, and you are seeing whether there has been an increase or a decrease in that traffic. Then you can look to see which blog post specifically contributed to that increase or that decrease, depending on which one you had. You want to take note of any major changes that are happening. I like to look at this in Google Analytics just briefly by looking at the change percentage that you'll see when you compare. And what I'm looking for is big numbers. So I want to see if there's been, you know, a, I would say more than a 10% increase for one specific blog post year over year, whether that's positive or negative. Now, sometimes you're going to have blog posts that have you know, over 100% of a change, or sometimes I have posts that have like a thousand percent change. And typically those are brand new blog posts that had zero traffic last year and now have traffic, or maybe they had such a small amount of traffic last year and they only have a couple hundred page views for the month this year, but that change is going to look much greater because it's brand new. 
But again, if you don't go in and look at these numbers specifically, you could just think that that's an amazing change year over year, but it isn't really contributing that much overall in you know the grand scheme of your traffic for the month. So that's what I mean by looking at the details here and figuring out on a granular level what is contributing to that traffic change and figuring out whether it's something that you need to take note of, maybe you need to take some action. The key here is just finding out why there was that change in traffic and then, you know, if you can figure out what contributed to it like a ranking drop or a ranking increase, then that's a great thing to keep track of. You can use the same approach to social media or your email marketing or income changes, really any metric that you choose to track, but I just encourage you to not just write down a number and then check this off your list, but to dig into the reasons behind these numbers so that you can use it as helpful data and information to make changes going forward. The fourth way to spend your CEO time is with goal setting. So this could be setting the goals, planning them, or executing the actual tasks of your goals. If you are doing CEO time weekly, then this is a great time to check in on your goals for the month and make sure that you're making progress and that you're not getting behind. Having that regular weekly check-in is really going to help you make sure that you are on track to complete the goal and that it's worth setting goals in the first place for you. If you're doing CEO time monthly, then maybe use that time to set the goals as well as planning out the steps that are going to need to happen in order to reach that goal. A couple of episodes back, we covered setting SMART goals for your blog, so make sure to scroll back to that episode if you need more support specifically around goal setting. Now, sometimes it makes sense to spend your CEO time working on the tasks that are specific to the goals that you have set. The caution here is to make sure that you are not getting sucked into the day-to-day tasks of your blog, like the editing of photos or writing blog posts. That type of implementation work is usually a lot easier for us to prioritize because it feels both urgent and important, and we really want to stay at that higher level during our CEO time. But if you have tasks for your goals that are more high level and not just creating content essentially. If it's things like reaching out to brands to partner with them or reaching out to podcast hosts about being on their show, things like that that yes are task oriented and are maybe not as high level as the brainstorming and strategizing, but it's a good use of that time to get it done and not have it just get buried in your to-do list around you know the other tasks that you need to do for your blog. This is one of those areas you just have to know yourself and know whether or not this is a true good use of your time during CEO time if you need to work on some of that implementation. Okay, so number five, the fifth way that you can spend your CEO time is by focusing on education for your business. If you have a course that you've purchased and you need to do some of the work for it or you need to just start it, CEO time is a great time for that. Or maybe you have a podcast episode that you really have been wanting to listen to. CEO time can be great for not only re-listening to that podcast or finishing it, but also implementing what it talks about during that podcast. I often will save some podcast episodes for myself and I will go back and re-listen to them during my CEO time so that I can listen to it with a really focused you know, head and then also take some of the action steps that the episode requires or asks of me. So even just having a small chunk of your CEO time for education is going to help you just look for ways to use that time. So if you constantly know that that's a 
you know, an important part of your business, which I would argue that education is always a really important part of our businesses. If you have that time set aside, you will find yourself, you know, being interested in different things and being able to save them for that time. Maybe it's a webinar replay that you're going to watch during that time. Again, listening to a podcast episode over again, spending some time working on a blogging course, or even just researching some of the latest trends or things that are happening in the industry. So speaking of education, did you know that part of our food blogger support package is our quarterly food blogger chat? These chats are designed to propel your business forward and they give you live access to our team of blogging experts to ask your questions and to learn from us. I mention this because our first chat for quarter one is at the end of March 2023 and we would love to have you be a part of that chat. During these calls, we're going to be chatting through all kinds of things, but some examples of things that we've discussed having be a part of this chat already are things like how AI tools could change the food blogging landscape, figuring out what to make of Google Analytics 4, leveraging exclusive content for your subscribers, what types of products might be best for your audience, and more. These calls are really going to be tailored to who we have in the support package at the time. So these are just some examples of things that we know are going on in the industry and that we want to discuss, but we're really going to tailor these calls to who's in the program and what kinds of questions and needs they have. So just wanted to mention that this food blogger chat is coming up. So if you've been considering joining the food blogger support package, this is a great time to sign up so that you can be a part of that first call. And this is just one of the many benefits of the food blogger support package. So be sure to check the link in the show notes to learn more about it and to get signed up for our first call. So there you have it, friends five ways that you can spend your CEO time. Hopefully this is encouraging to you if you have wanted to prioritize CEO time, but maybe you're not quite sure what to spend that time on, or maybe you just needed a little bit of encouragement to restart your regular CEO time. I'm gonna go through those five things one more time. The first is doing that pause and that check-in to really think about where your business is and how you're feeling about all of the different moving pieces of it. The second is focus on your financials. Third is look at your metrics and analyze them. Fourth is to work on goal setting, planning, or executing. And then the fifth part is to spend some time working on education to help you grow your food blog. This episode was really fun for me to create. And like I said at the beginning, this is really encouragement for myself as well. So I hope that it gives you encouragement of what to do during your CEO time the next time you have it. I would love to be a part of that CEO time by having you take a picture and sharing it on Instagram and tagging me at Grace and Vine so I can see that you're focusing on those CEO level tasks for your business and I can cheer you on there as well. So until next week, friends, hope that you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.